0: Hello everyone, my name is Sherry Feeney and I serve as the Chief Financial Officer for the Clinical Institute at Providence. Welcome to the Value-Based Economics Podcast. Today on our show, I am joined by Dr. Amy Compton Phillips, Executive Vice President and Chief Clinical Officer at Providence, who is here to help us kick off our first episode and mission alignment, moving to value-based care, Medicare rates, and much more. Amy, thank you for joining me today, and I'd like to give you a chance to introduce yourself.
1: Sure. Well, thank you so much, Sherry. I appreciate it. Um, As you mentioned, Amy Compton-Phillips, I'm a physician by background, um, and I've been part of Providence for four years now after spending 22 years at Kaiser Permanente. Um, and I've really spent my career focusing on ensuring that great health and great care are affordable and available for everyone in the U.S. So um, value-based care is something near and dear to my heart.
0: I guess we'll start the questions, Amy, with uh, why do you think value aligns with our mission?
1: Well, it, you know, I've I've been a physician now since almost 30 years. In that time, uh, we've really helped create medical miracles. We've had life expectancy go up by almost a decade. We've dropped um, mortality rates from cancer and from heart disease, even from things like AIDS and from accidents. And we've done huge amounts of research, developments of medications, developments of evidence-based care and algorithms, and, and so really delivered great things for the country. And we've fallen behind other countries' performance on purchasing health for those dollars that we spend, and we spend almost twice as much as uh, most other major industrialized countries. So we've delivered great outcomes, but at a cost that's not sustainable for our communities that we serve. And so the way I see for us to actually live up to our, our ideal of health for a better world is by making that great health and that great care affordable. We've got to focus on value if we're ever going to reach our aspiration.
0: Yeah, that's great. I like that. Why do you think that moving to value-based care is so important for us?
1: Well, you know, I'm thinking in the way that you're asking that question there, Sherry, is value-based care in terms of the way the market uses it is how we get paid. And so today, you know, historically up until the early 2000s, most of care was paid for in a fee-for-service basis. Where the more you did as a physician, the more you got paid. And so, since people do exactly what you pay them to do, we did more and more and more care. And so, we started creating care systems that rewarded doing care, not driving better health outcomes. And then came the whole Affordable Care Act and all these different payment models with accountable care organizations and bundled payment models and you know shifting payments into um, higher and higher deductible plans. And and so the market responded to the escalation of in affordability by creating different payment models. But the thing that's driving that poor affordability is the care delivery. And so as we try to shift away from this more care is better care ethos that developed in the fee-for-service environment, we're trying to shift the way we're paid so that we can eventually end up with total cost of care and starting to pay providers based on what outcome did we create for the patient population that you serve. But there's building blocks to help us get there. And so things like bundled payments for inpatient rates, even DRG payments were a way to try to get it bundling costs into some sensible algorithm. You know, if you're going to go buy a TV set, you buy a TV set. You know, buy a screen and a power supply and an LED and a bunch of chips, right? And then have to assemble it. But that's what we do in healthcare. We have this piecemeal approach to payments and to cost monitoring. So for patients, for payers, for communities, for providers, bundling those costs into some understandable number and then managing to that number in the long run, we think will actually drive to improving outcomes and lowering costs at the same time. But it's a journey because changing the entire payment system all at once is a challenging thing to do. (laughs) Agreed.
0: And I've heard you talk, Amy, quite a bit about Medicare or measuring to Medicare or living at rates that are like Medicare. What's so great
1: about Medicare? Well, well, for one thing, we're all going to end up there at some point. We hope, right? We all want to live long enough to get on Medicare. But also, you know, the government is our number one payer. They cover more patients that we serve than any other single payer. And Medicare covers more than Medicaid. And commercial payers, so all the other private insurers who cover our patients that get health care through an employer, tend to benchmark their rates on Medicare. So why focus on Medicare rates? One is because employers, you know, as my, my crystal ball as I look out into the future. Employers are going to progressively more and more often focus on getting closer and closer to Medicare rates as reimbursement models. And the second thing is it's a way for us to actually, rather than losing money on every patient that we care for that is paid for by the government, if we can actually start improving care to the point, getting rid of waste that we have in our system to the point that we can make a margin on Medicare, we actually think we have a chance of surviving on care delivery into the future in a sustainable way so that we can continue to have an acute care and in particular infrastructure that serves our communities when and where patients need it. I mean, can you imagine being in a community, having a car accident, and having your closest acute care facility be four hours away because all the local hospitals have closed? And that's what the risk is if we can't manage to get our costs down to Medicare rates um, as, as payers get closer and closer to those benchmark numbers. Yeah.
0: And then I guess a final question for you. Why should we focus on cost versus charges or what we're paid or bringing that top line up? Why focus on cost?
1: Yeah, if you think about any kind of organization, how they drive improvements, you know, think about Toyota back in the, was it 80s era that Lean kind of came into being. While they need to make a profit, right, if you're selling cars, you're working on making a profit, and and you want to make sure that profit is the amount left over between what it costs you and the amount that you get in revenue, we have to do the same thing. We have to have a margin. And so we can work on charging our customers, you know, insurance companies and our patients a certain amount. But the thing that we and, you know, we'll work with them and we'll work on contracts and which is all well and good, that's charges. And the charge master, by the Mm -hmm. way, is kind of like this truly Byzantine crazy thing that we have very little control over. But what we can control, what we can control is the other side of that equation, is the dollars that we spend. And so if we focus on cost, it really is paying attention to every dime that goes out the door, making sure it's being used for its best and highest purpose that is that money contributing to better health? And if it's not contributing to better health, let's not do that, right? Um, Can we think about novel ways to do more with less? Can we think about really solving the conundrum for our time, which, as we said, is cost? Cost is the fundamental problem. Cost is why people aren't insured in the U.S. And cost is what's making individuals go bankrupt because we've made healthcare so expensive people can't afford it. And so why focus on cost? Because it costs too much, and we need to be able to deliver the outcomes that patients want at a price we can afford.
0: That was excellent.
1: Thank you so much, Sherry. Really appreciate it.
0: Well, that finalizes our first episode. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And, Amy, really thank you for joining me today and sharing your insight on value-based economics. Join us for our next episode as we discuss foundations in finance and are joined with special guest leader, chief value officer, Dr. Joanne Roberts, who will stop by for a chat.